Hello and welcome to episode two of Us Anxious Folk, the podcast for the very anxious folk. <laughs> I should have come up with something more creative there, but I just couldn't. It's the end of my work day and I think my brain has just gone to sleep a little bit. Um, but the thing that I wanted to talk about on this episode is emotional overwhelm. Um, I don't know if this is something that people with anxiety deal with on the whole or if it's just exclusive to me personally, but throughout my whole life, even though I didn't always experience anxiety, I have always experienced very strong emotions and not like I just haven't known what to do with them. Um, I remember feeling really strong emotions as a kid. I remember when I got upset, I would really get upset. Um, and, you know, I remember feeling things when I was about 12 and 13 that my girlfriends at the time didn't agree that they were feeling too. <laughs> and I was like, oh, so is this just me? Um, but just things like, you know, when I, like I said, when I felt sad, I would really feel sad. And um, if I felt angry, I would really feel sad. <laughs> and <laughs> maybe there's a pattern here. Um, but I just, uh, throughout my whole life, I've I've not been able to have an emotional response, like a strong emotional response, without feeling like I'm completely getting swallowed whole by it. Um, and it it kind of manifested in a lot of ways. It took me a long time. Um, in terms of relationships to not react to every argument like the world was ending. Um, I guess I guess every time I have a strong emotion, it, it sets off that fight or flight response in my body. And to me, it feels like the world is ending. It feels like there is just a lot going on. And it's hard for me to focus on anything else until, you know, if it's conflict, for example, it's hard for me to focus on, on anything else until I can, um, you know, make things better again. And I feel like I have to make them better again. And I'm not one of those people who's like, you know, I can't go to sleep on an argument. I mean, I, I can't go to sleep on an argument, but um, it's not like I can't let time pass. I can, but it's just that I will really emotionally spiral during that time. Um, so, you know, I would stay in shitty relationships for a long time because I was scared to deal with the emotional fallout that would come with a breakup, whereas I would have friends who, you know, would meet a new guy, date him for a while, break up, meet another guy, date him for a while, then break up, and, and I just... It was just baffling to me how they could go through, you know, these emotionally distressing events without becoming so emotionally distressed that they couldn't function because that would just always seem to be what happened to me. Um, and then, of course, when anxiety started becoming more of a common in my life, it was a lot harder because it felt like I was so unregulated on the whole that if I had strong emotions, it was just, it was too much, too much dysregulation. Um, and, you know, it would just be such an intense feeling of not 
not being safe. And I think a lot of it stemmed from a fear of not wanting to be a left or abandoned. Um, a lot of my overwhelm often is a resistance to discomfort and a lot of my anxiety is a resistance to feeling uncomfortable. <laughs> so I think they tend to overlap. Um, but, you know, like it just kind of feels like underneath a lot of that emotional overwhelm is just this small child <laughs> who doesn't want to be left or who doesn't want to be wrong or who doesn't want to be ashamed. Um, and so when I do have those moments of conflict with someone I love or I have, you know, a time where I'm particularly stressed, that emotional overwhelm will overtake me completely and I can't regulate afterwards. Um, and if it isn't just me, if it is something that happens to people with anxiety, then um, I'd really like to talk about some ways to not counteract it, but some ways to get through it. Because if you are somebody who experiences extreme emotions and extreme overwhelm from those emotions, then it's actually really hard to get along with life because there's always going to be emotions. There's always going to be conflict in some degree, um, to some degree rather. There's always going to be things that pop up that um, make you feel uncomfortable or make you feel stressed, especially in <laughs> the current climate. Uh, so I think it's worth really figuring out a way of nurturing yourself through that. And for me, I have developed quite a toolkit um, of, of techniques to, to deal with that overwhelm because I don't want to feel unsafe any more than I, I have, you know, I've already spent too many years feeling unsafe in my own body and my own head. And I don't want a strong emotion to continuously knock me off balance so much that I can't, um, you know, continue on with the things I need to continue on with. So the main thing that I've learned with emotions, it turns out that you need to feel them. <laughs> Who knew, right? Um, but, you know, people with anxiety, we, we really run from emotion because it's like we're just covered in it all the time especially if you're somebody who's dealt with acrophobia, you've dealt with panic attacks, you know, every day feels emotional because every day can feel like quite a struggle. And when you're constantly living in fight or flight, your nervous system is fried. Your emotions are fried. You are a tense motherfucker. And, you know, if anything comes along and like, like, you know, just adds another emotion to that, already tense mind and body it's like the straw that broke the camel's back and it's really hard to come back from that um but so that's what we do we run it's like a self-protective thing we run from strong emotions we run from conflict we run from situations where we feel like we might be wrong or we might be 
um, shamed or we might be judged. But the more practice you get at sitting with emotions, the less they actually overwhelm you. And I found with myself that it took a couple of goes of having, you know, I'm, I'm going to keep using the example of a conflict because that's that's where I tend to get the most overwhelmed. It took me a couple of goes of having a conflict and responding to that conflict in a different way. My response to conflict used to be to drown, to, <laughs> to genuinely to drown in emotions. You know, I would play sad songs and I would vent, I would smoke and I would drink and I would just really like get in this, back in the day we called it emo, mind frame. Um, but these days it's more of a process of doing the opposite. So doing things that soothe and nurture me, but not like not allowing myself to completely run from that emotion. So one of the the best ways that I personally found to deal with, um, you know, a slew of strong feelings is to write. Obviously, as somebody who likes to write, <laughs> being that I am writing a book, um, writing is something that I find quite soothing, but it's a way of processing the things that I'm feeling. So I will start out by just writing out all the venting, you know, all the emotional vomit. And it'll be like, so-and-so did this and this is happening and rah, 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 you know, I'll just go on and on and on. And then I will come around and I will say, what is it that I'm actually feeling right now? You know, underneath all of this rage. And it's easy for me to get under there at that point because I've already let it out. Whereas when we're just sitting there with this emotional overwhelm, like sitting in the thick of it, we can't actually figure it out, figure out what it is that we're feeling. Um, but so I let all of it out and then I can come back and say, okay, what is beneath this? And like I said before, nine times out of 10 with me, it's a fear of being abandoned, a fear of, you know, somebody I love leaving me. And so I will then write, how are some ways that I can show up for myself? And also, what are some truths right now? What are some things that I know to be true? This is a technique I use for a lot of my issues, <laughs> for a lot of them. Um, it helps me with panic attacks and things like that as well. And so it's a really great grounding exercise, but it also can bring you back into um, kind of your heart space, you know? So I will say, I have a beautiful daughter. I have two gorgeous dogs that I love. Um, you know, I love I love writing and I feel lit up when I'm writing and, uh, you know, it'll be something simple like the sun came out this morning. <laughs> Just simple truths. And the more I go along with that list, the more I will come up with and I'll realise how many beautiful things are in my life. And I look at that thing that made me overwhelmed, those strong emotions, and then I can see how that strong emotion that felt like it was consuming me is actually just a small 
part of the puzzle and you know there's all these other things going on in my life that make my life so soothing and so wonderful and so colorful and make it such a good life you know so many things that I'm grateful for and happy about and just in awe of and so it, it, I find it a good way to sort of regain balance regain equilibrium which I think is a lot of what emotional overwhelm is about it's when we tip too far to you know to that end of the scale where everything is too much so when you can bring the scale back into balance you're like okay this actually isn't too much I can cope with this sometimes I'll also write a list of um, I think I already said this but things that I can do to help the situation you know say if it's a, a situation at work where I'm stressed or you know I had a I had a kind of meltdown a few weeks ago where I just felt like everything was too much and I'm like I'm drowning um and so I wrote down a list and I went through everything okay in what areas can I do this what areas can I do this can I make more time for yoga can I um you know like enroll in that course that I've been wanting to enroll for enroll in Jesus my brain today is just it's shut off for the day um but yeah so I'll, I'll kind of make a loose action plan um and it's not like you have to get up tomorrow and do xyz it's more like this is the overwhelm that I'm feeling and these are some ideas that could maybe help with it but there's no like pressure with it which is is nice the other part of my emotional overwhelm toolkit is to take myself out for a walk and for me getting fresh air is just always the best medicine I dare say it's probably the best medicine for 99% of us if not 100% <laughs> um, but it just you know going for a walk just clears my head and just connects me with the world again and I will if it's not a walk, I will go to yoga or, you know, some people love going to the gym and doing like a heavy workout. Whatever it is that makes you feel like you, go and do that. Because, again, it's it's re-leveling that balance within, knowing that you are not somebody who can't cope. You are somebody who actually does have ways that you can cope. You just need to utilize them in that moment so for me like I said a walk or going to a yoga class um, anything that kind of is gentle active movement also has another added benefit of helping the energy of the emotion to literally move through your body because that's what emotions are they are energy that's why you feel them that's why you know when when you're angry it just it feels like it's going to just burn out of your skin <laughs> you know you just want to like scream um so yeah that that that's something that is really helpful I also um I found when I started this journey of trying to change my response to emotional overwhelm is that when you lean into that overwhelm there's actually a lot of treasure in there there is a value in there. There is growth in there. Um, when you let yourself acknowledge 
that overwhelm and when you investigate it instead of just feeling like sitting there and thinking I'm, I'm overwhelmed you know and just feeling it just crush you when you actually write it or when you walk with it or when you talk with it or you know just when you when you work your way into the the middle of what is in that overwhelm you find that there is something in there that helps you grow um and honestly I think that's part of the thing that contributes to the overwhelm in the first place is that we feel like we're wrong for feeling um that's why we run from those strong emotions we think we shouldn't be feeling this strong emotion and so we try and eliminate it from our lives but when we actually go into that feeling and investigate it, we find that there's so much in there that we can learn from. And I can think of one um, instance in particular where I had a really strong emotional reaction. Um, It was with my ex-partner and it was during our breakup (laughs) And I was driving home from his house back to my house and I was just overcome with rage and hurt and grief and um, desperation, I guess, and just so many strong emotions that I didn't know what to do with. I didn't know where to put them. I didn't know how to make myself feel better and I wanted to feel better now. And what I ended up doing which is not something I've done before really, but I had my music up very loud in the car and I screamed my heart out, screamed the loudest I have ever screamed. (laughs) And I'm just driving and screaming. And let me tell you, it felt awful. Like it, it was a release, sure, but it, it gave me a headache. I was crying a lot already. So I already had that crying headache that you get, but you know, I felt like I was, um, I felt like I was the emotion, you know, I was that grief, I was that rage, I was that desperation. And I went home and I wrote and I, you know, did this whole journal thing about how upset I was. And and then, I shit you not, the next day, things started to shift. I had a total change in my I want to say physiology like I felt different I felt for the first time in my life I actually felt like I was um cleared in a way <laughs> like and I spoke to my therapist and I was like you know what I'm I'm ready to move on like weirdly she's like really because when we spoke a couple of days ago you were still very much not ready And I was like, it's, I know, it's bizarre. It's unlike me. I don't know what's happened, but I just, I'm okay. And I still think about that and it baffles me how much I just needed to release that emotion and I needed to feel it. And once I felt it, oh my God, it, it left (laughs) and it made way for so much more magic, so many more experiences that I'd been desperately wanting but I hadn't been able to get to because I'd been too busy stuck in that place of emotional overwhelm we need to feel these emotions in order to move past them and there are healthy ways to feel them 
I'm not necessarily advocating that you scream <laughs> to deal with an emotion or if that's if that's what you feel called to do, then please, by all means. Um, but when you are feeling emotional overwhelm, use this toolkit. Go for a walk. Go and do a workout. Ride it out. Lean into the emotion. Investigate what is beneath the emotion. Write a list of ways that you feel like you could maybe just add some ease in there somewhere. How can you nurture yourself through this experience? And remember that it's okay to have these feelings. You don't have to run from them. You might feel like you are drowning in them, but maybe that drowning is actually more of you trying to get away from something that you are already feeling anyway. So just lean in. Anyway, if you are feeling completely overwhelmed and strong emotions, I do want to add a little disclaimer in here and say please do reach out. I have been known to use um, a helpline service in the past when I felt totally overwhelmed. I am more in this episode talking about, you know, when you have a conflict or a stress and you just feel like you can't deal with that. Um, But if you are feeling deep emotional distress, please do reach out and get help. Anyway, I am going to sign off now. Um, I have some exciting things planned for episode three. We are going to be doing an interview. I hope you are all doing well and nice and emotionally regulated. Big love. Thank you for listening to the Us Anxious Folk podcast, the podcast for the chronically overwhelmed, perpetually panicked, anxious folk in all of us. If you would like to find more about me, you can find me on YouTube at Lauren Rose or on Instagram at Lauren R underscore Rose.